Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. It's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. How's it going today? We've got a very special thing for you in some extra Patreon bonus content that we're giving you a little sneak peek. We've dropped these characters before, but we want you to we want you to love them so bad because we love them so bad. It's Elia, Nighthunter, and Opal Light Bright Cliffs. Elias played by Carla, Nighthunters played by Amy, and Opals played by me. The game's run by Tom, and he takes us through so many greats, so many fun, so many just off-the-cuff, wild, side-scrolling type adventures. This episode you're about to listen to is uh, Season 3, Episode 1 of our patron-exclusive show called The Adventures of, and season three kicks off what we call The Great Goliath Bake Off. Why are we showing this to you, and why are we talking more about Patreon? Because over on Patreon, at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, we have a special going on right now where when you sign up for an annual membership, you can get two months free. So you sign up for a full year, two of those 12 months are completely on us and Patreon. That's right. You pay for 10, you get 12. You can also sign up for just a monthly membership. If you're not quite sure, you want to just test drive it, sign up at $5, get some bonus audio content, a lot of it. Just remember, it's a lot of it because not only do you get the adventures of, you get Dungeons Downtime, you get uh, Game Time episodes, you get special bonus one shots when we do those, and access at every tier to our new book club, which is firing on all cylinders. We've got people borrowing things from libraries, talking about the book in the Discord, and also live stream hangouts and live stream games. We do those every once in a while. There's so much cool stuff happening over there, and it's all part of building this amazing community that we have going on with you and Dungeons and & Dragons um, and all of our other shows, uh, Facing Fate and dm to gm and all of that great stuff is happening right now for you and for us and for and for the show that we all love right here. So patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We would really love to see you over there. But now let's get you to this episode, The Adventures of Season 3, Episode 1, The Great Goliath Bake Off. Welcome to Dungeon Side Scrollers. I'm your DM, Tom Laird, and of course with me is Carla Maxted. That is me. I play Ilya Strong, Azamar Monk. And Amy Moore. Yeah, I play Gael Nighthunter Oglakanu, a Goliath Barbarian. And Russ Moore. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's me, Opal Light Brightcliffe. Thanks for having me. So happy to be here. It's been so long since I've been able to play this lovely, lovely kitty cat. I am a uh, male tabaxi bard of the eighth level now. Ooh, yeah, let's do a little housekeeping off the top. What'd you guys learn for your eighth level? Mm, Do me last. Okay, we'll do you last. Russ, why don't we do, you seem like you're very much on top of this. Why don't we do you first? I totally. No, I am eighth level. You did it at the end of the episode last time because you were like, I'm going to forget. And I did. And I did. Even though there was numerous messages about it texted in our text thread. (laughs) So here's the thing. 
When you go up to level eight and you're a bard, you get either an ability score mon- or, uh, ability score improvement or a feat. I contemplated a feat, but then I looked at my constitution and said, no, I should take the ability score improvement. <laughs> and I did so. And because of it, I gained like, feels like 30 hit points. I mean, it, it, it's, it's all retrofit. So yeah, you yeah. probably gained a lot. I gained probably close to 15 or 20 hit points. So I'm a, I'm, I've been, Opal, this whole, like, whatever downtime you've had between the arcs uh, has just been hitting the gym. He's just solid. Swole. He's just ripped, ready to fight. Um, and then I, I picked up a, a spell, Polymorph, so I can change things into other things. And I switched a spell. I took away sleep because that was becoming less and less relevant. And I added Unseen Servant. Because while going to the gym, I also found that I didn't want to do the things that I was doing at the gym. So I got the Unseen Servant to do them and made it look like that I was doing them. Oh, and you reap the benefits of this happening? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Polymorph myself, though, to make oh. it look like I was <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so yep. perfect. No problem, <laughs> then. I polymorphed my, my tabaxi self into a much more buff tabaxi self. All Good I'm question. picturing is that cat. I'm sure you guys have seen the picture of it on the internet that is very muscular. It's a mm. dark charcoal gray cat, and he's got kind of a mean look on his face, and he's, and he's walking forward, like, and he is like yeah. jacked. Yeah. So that's what I'm picturing now. Usually accompanied by the words, check out this absolute unit. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have any big changes, just like an ability score improvement, but it did make me. Um, I don't even think my AC went up, but my hit points did go up a bit. And now that we're playing a first level character in our regular game, I feel like I'm so strong as an eighth level character. <laughs> you got really really changes your perspective. Like, oh, I'm so beefy. What is this? 50 plus hit points? Wow. <laughs> hey, I'm at 54. Oh, yeah. wow. Good for you. Right? Yeah, I'm 58. I'm at 48. What the fuck? How are you at 40? Well, I just rolled a two on my D12. I mean, that's not great. It's not great. Uh, Carla, what's uh, what's one thing that Elia has been up to since we already heard about Opal's oh. one thing? Well, I think that Elia has been spending a lot of time um, in like quiet contemplation, trying to kind of reconnect with her... Um, like angelic guide Valandris, because she hasn't heard from them in a long time, um, which is a little bit unusual. But of course, before she went adventuring, she was spending her life in a monastery. So a much more connected to the angelic world kind of place. Um, so, yeah, a lot of that just uh, hanging out, communing with her angel guide, eating nachos, you know. Oh, sounds like the goddamn dream. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Better than going uh, to the gym. Oh, way better. <laughs> well, you're so fast already. I don't think the gym's going to yeah, do much for true. you. It's going to slow you down. If well, anything. and I, I feel like Ilya would be like pretty on top of like her physical fitness anyway. So that wouldn't change just because she probably was have a regimen. Off work. Like you yeah, wake up at for the sure. dawn for sure. Things. Well, I mean, monks. Yeah, their their life gotta is one keep big that, regiment. Got to so. keep that key flowing. You know. Yeah. Uh, and let's go over to uh, Night Hunter. Yeah, who did totally level up before, except for the hit points, and then I just shit the bed on it right now. Um, Wait, Amy so, with a bad dice roll? Weird, that's out of character. Of. So I, my character in this level got a bonus um, constitution and, and dexterity. So for that, um, Night Hunter has been taking this time to try and improve her people skills and try to improve um, listening to others and being able to have a conversation, um, perhaps even a disagreement, without it exploding into fisticuffs because she either thinks they're stupid or they disagree with her or whatever. And um, she's been closely watching the way that um, Elia conducts herself around others and is very diplomatic. And she's trying to do a little bit of that. And then she's also watching Opal and like trying to do the opposite of that. 
because it's while a good she, way to live your life. Because while she secretly admires his ease of conversation and his natural charisma, uh, she feels like he's very, um, like a very, like she doesn't trust what he says. Like he's like a traveling salesman of kinds, and <laughs> and she just she would she's trying to be a better person. Um, because she's been finding herself with people, which surprises her. She's not ever, she didn't think that she would be coming down from the mountains, slaying the dragon that slayed her entire, um, oh my God. <laughs> Russ is pointing to himself like, oh, well, actually, oh, we'll slay the dragon. Anyway, helping to defeat the dragon that slaughtered her people and then remaining amongst the populace, this has come as quite as a surprise to her. So she's doing her best to adjust and fit in where possible, which is like a huge thing for her. So good job, Nay Hunter. Yeah, emotional growth is a lot harder than like getting jacked. Right? Is it? It's true. Getting it jacked is. is the easy wow. way out. Oh, wow, come on. <laughs> we haven't we even all, really started the game and it's all, all on us. We spend right now. our time differently. I have just been, I've realized so I would say that better. I, I wasn't trying to call out, call out, uh, no, uh Opal. I was just you know saying emotional growth is hard. He's not going to help any of you. Dudes, I would also just like to say that as I leveled up, my armor class has gone up to 20. Fuck. Dex went up. Yeah. yeah if your dex goes up, your AC, like if your dex um, goes up to the point where like you get a bonus. Also, um, something that I noticed in editing the episodes and in, uh, reading through the barbarian. Uh, is the little A beside your initiative mm-hmm. means you always roll initiative with advantage. Oh, you have even if I hover done. over it, I mm-hmm. see that. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. That's very exciting. I have a chance of not being last. I might be second last. It made me think when you rolled like a one on initiative, I was like, there's got to be a thing that says that there's she should be still, a better way. She should still get to go. <laughs> and there is. It's called a being a barbarian. It's called the rules. <laughs> knowing your character. Uh, actually, no, I know my characters very well. I do not know my races and classes as well because I forget things. That's fair. And I mean, we don't play these characters often. So when we do, I feel like every time it's kind of starting back at not like step number one, but like step one and a half. Well, and we play a lot of different characters. So it can be like, you know. A big complicated sometimes. Now I think we're going to play them all pretty equally, so which that's exciting. And not at all overwhelming. No, no, no problem. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Don't even, don't even worry about it. <laughs> Just don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even. Oh, stop even worrying. Totally about fine. It. Oh, okay. See, done. Don't even. Such a good. So solution. in your guys's downtime, uh, you decided that you needed like a central base of operations. Like, words getting out about the God's Chosen Three. And you guys have, like, settled down in this, like, little rancher outside of Waterdeep. It's like a 10-minute horse ride away. It's got a home Cute. gym for Opal, because he said he be, wanted that. Now, wait a second. Hold on. Would we want to be so far from the metropolis? Like it's 10 minutes like horse minutes? <laughs> we, we, We'd probably want to be, like, right in the heart of it, where all the parties are. I mean, where all the Well, maybe are. somebody hey, did. One person might like that. Maybe Someone this else. was our compromise, because yeah. I probably, I and I don't want to speak for Night Hunter, but probably Night Hunter and I would like to be, like, out in the woods somewhere, more isolated. Yeah. So maybe this, like, 10-minute horse ride away... Was our compromise. I would like to establish, canonically, Uh that there is a downtown office that I frequent. I'd like to think that is that like a seat at a coffee shop? (laughs) That's exactly what that is. It's an open mic night that he just hangs out at. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, considering Amy would prefer to live on a mountain by herself, this was a pretty good compromise for all three of you. So while you've been uh, sitting around and, you know, downtiming, and Opal's been getting jacked at the gym. Uh, you've had various people that have come by to offer you jobs. And nothing's really stood out so far. But then one night, there's a knock at the door. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, nothing's really stood out. So, so we didn't I'm sorry. Take... Can you guys please help me? Um, uh, no, this, this, the, no one's come with you my for like a real goats. good reason. It's like, hey, we want to hire you to guard our oh, caravan. It's like mercenaries. No, no, okay. Yeah. Okay. We're looking <laughs> for a higher <laughs> calling. Yeah. Look, right. we slayed a dragon. Excuse me. Off our front step, please. Like you guys, you guys are in your own minds, especially Opal's mind, a real big deal. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. But like, you know, you, you've got some name recognition now, so you're not just taking Joe jobs. Like you're waiting, you're picking your spot. Something good has to come along. Anyway, back to the knock at the door. Is it a horse? Maybe. We don't know until we open the door. Okay, I'll uh, open the door. I'm at the oh, downtown okay. office, so I'm I'm, I'm at the downtown. <laughs> and it's a I'm horse at the, at the door. No, it's not a horse at the door. Uh, it is a messenger with a letter addressed to Opal. <laughs> it's too bad that you're at the downtown. Too bad he's office. at the downtown yep. office. Um, I guess we'll as just it's hang been out established and wait. canonically. No, oh, no. Night Hunter goes over, fucking opens that mail. As I enter the room and I say, excuse me. No one opens Opal's mail. Oh, please don't speak in the third person. It's weird. Yeah, well. Uh, Russ, I've texted you a screenshot of the letter. I will require you to read it. Hold, please. And this is where we found out. Russ can't read. <gasps> you know what? Oh, this... God, the whole podcast has been leading to this. Dude, this is a long letter. You want me to read this whole thing? I would like you to read the whole thing. All right. All right. It is exactly one page long, a everyone. A long letter as opposed wow. to like, Are you this isn't a tweet. What is this loud? bullshit? Are you going to read that loud? I am going to read, I hope it, out gonna read it out to loud to the group. Oh, yeah, I yeah, read it out loud that. to the group. Yes. Okay, I thought he was going to just read it. Thank you, messenger person. I did not actually interact with you, but bye-bye now. And I slammed the door in their face. Traditionally, people leave a tip when we deliver things, but all right, cool. That's Night Hunter's fault. She took the letter from I me. open the door and give him a tip. Thanks so much, angel lady. All right, this could be our next big job. I have not pre-read, so we're going to find out what is happening. It says, Dearest Opal, my friend, how have you been? Who's this from? Oh. <laughs> I've been inundated with stories of the seemingly mythical escapades you've been on lately. I always assumed you'd be a household name due to your playwriting. After all, Little Knoll on the Prairie was truly a masterpiece. But you never know, much like... Evil Dead, it could later become a cult classic. Who would have guessed it would be due to the fact you're a big-time adventurer who's out and about saving the world on a regular basis? Paragraph two. <laughs> I'm putting together a charity effort for some local orphans and would love for you and your crew to lend your star power. I feel like the God's Chosen Three would let... You could have picked an easier font to read. No, I purposely picked a dick yeah. hole. <laughs> Russ doesn't do cold read well. <laughs> I think I, he's really nailing it. Also, nailing maybe it Opal isn't good at cold reading. It's hard to read mm. cursive. If I feel like the God's Chosen Three would lend a certain gravitas to the proceedings, and we would get lots of exposure for the wee orphans to hopefully find new homes. This is sounding like something we should take, take note of. Paragraph three. This event will last for a several weeks. It's oh, yeah, sorry, there, that was a typo. <laughs> which I know is a rather large time commitment for such heroes as yourself, but I'd be ever so grateful if you three could attend. If you're able to attend, we're on paragraph four now, please travel to Wentworth Keep. Somebody write that down. Just outside the city of Athkatla, and I shall get into greater details there. Sincerely. Your friend, no. P.S. Remember, you still owe me one for that sticky situation you got us into in Baldur's Gate. We'll talk about that later. I'm sorry. I have a question. I, I believe the letter answered all of the questions, and we should pack our bags and just hop right on. This is the a carriage. charity. For we orphans. Did for you not hear the letter? Yes. That is for one week? A couple, a week? This, uh, this event will several last for us for a several weeks. For a several weeks. 
You know, Knowles aren't traditionally very good, uh, very good writers. So this is actually a great improvement for my friend Noel. Well, I would just like to know, are we going to be sitting around just talking to people and they come to see no, us? No, we're going to. Yeah. Yes, Can probably. You, That's. I know you mentioned your, your Noel friend, Noel. And I'm wondering, does he normally do charity work? Is that? You know, we did get into some charity work. Um, not, you know, not long before I ran into you two, um, he was neither here nor there on it at the time, but in fact, it looks like we orphans are his. (laughs) Are you going to finish this then? (laughs) We orphans are his soft spot. Hmm. I mean, who can resist helping a we orphan? It's. It's basically impossible not to help them, but how does one have a fundraiser for several weeks? I am confused about this as well. Normally we would go and you would like sing and perform because that's what you're so good at. But I will crush things for audience enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Not not the orphans, though. Don't crush the orphans. I would never. Well... Um, you know what? I've heard of these sorts of charity fundraisers where they they invite the rich and the famous out to an extended vacation of sorts and entertain them, wine and dine them, and at the end they have all of their money which goes towards the orphans. Oh. Not in a bad way, but in like they've donated it kind of. Right. Way. They pay for the fun activities that they do while they're That's right. Riding horseback, swimming with poor pie. Eating various squash-type vegetables. I mean, one of those sounds like something someone would pay money to do. (laughs) These are very, very specific activities. (laughs) I don't know what my friend Noel has planned. Was there an itinerary? (laughs) Um, Let me see if there's a second back page. Nope, nope, just the one page. Not double-sided. So, uh, Have have you been to a Catla before? Uh, At Catla? Is that... Is it filled with cats? Wait, it sounds like. Me, hold on. Let me see if I've been to a catla. Mm-hmm. I'm looking on my character sheet for notes. Let's take Tom, have I been to Ethcala before? No, you haven't. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure you weren't pulling something from deep within one of these many paragraphs that I wrote about myself. Nope. <laughs> well, if I did, it was a complete months. accident. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I have heard heard tell of its wonders and excellent orphanages. Um, if, the, if the orphanages are excellent, why do they need to raise money for the orphanages? And if they're so excellent, why are there so many of them? Because Ethcala is, is ridden with uh it, surrounded <laughs> by war-torn countries oh so they're um, refugees can someone roll me like an insight or history check just I to see if opal's full of shit seems almost i rolled certain. a three. Oh, you believe everything he's telling you <laughs> hold on let me roll, let me roll Wait. a history check to see if i am Plus that's zero. gonna be that's, that's sure. a 17 am i telling the truth i rolled a 19 on history okay uh opal's roll was pretty good so he's sprinkling in a little bit of truth here and there, but Elia, you know that he's just blowing some hot air. My friend, I don't know this. Maybe you have some experience that I didn't or the books are different, but I know at the monastery what we learned about Akatla was that there are a lot of orphans. And th- as as I had mentioned. Yes, that was true. So far, and there one is for one. some warring areas around there, but also they've set up this great system of it's a great socialist state where they help people so people from neighboring countries the unfortunate people or small little wee orphans a lot of them end up there because they know that they'll be taken care of i i hear what you're saying and it sounds exactly like the words that i said i have a question if we are supposed to find families for these orphans we don't have to find families i think that they just want us to find money (laughs) oh yes is that not the we are the talent. The goal of the orphanage is to find families for yes, children with you, no families. But if you can't find the families right away, you need to feed the orphans with the food, which costs money. Ugh, Ilya, I am tired. Do you not understand how fundraisers work? 
I've I've never been to a fundraiser. <laughs> I've been to a fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> Your emphasis was on the wrong syllable. I don't think it <laughs> was the fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> the fundraiser. No, you said it right. I, uh, I uh, you know what? Nothing is happening here. We have not found a calling that has we just, us. I just Why keep getting not- cats out of trees. I, I'm worth, I am not worth, I am, I am destined for more than this. Okay, well, I was going to say we should do it to find a good purpose. He really wants to do it. I Look, it's been a while since I've, you know, worked the room. Showed him I an old razzle-dazzle. Old razzle-dazzle. Yeah. The downtown office, it's David been real Dizium. quiet. It's been real quiet. Well, well I yeah, mean, I would love to help orphans. So I think, I think we should do it. You're right. Nothing else good has come along. Everything has just been for, not for a noble purpose. So. Yeah. It's for the orphans. For the wee orphan. Let's go. It seems like this letter was crafted for the three of us. It also seems like maybe you can bury hatchet with friend that you still owe one. Well, that that that's part of the reason why we're why, we're, why I'm pushing for this so hard is so that I can settle my differences with my friend Noel. Well, it sounds less like helping orphans, more like settling a debt Look. with old friend. But mm. hey, you know what, kitty cat, I don't care. Let's go. So you guys are in. We're in. Yeah. I told Chat. you I was in. Night Hunter just grabs her bag. She's literally always packed we at must, every moment. We must swing by the downtown office before we go. I've forgotten a few things there. Uh, so you guys hop on the, the carriage that you keep uh, on the on the premise for, you know, a quick ride into town, that sort of thing. Uh, you do make a quick stop at the downtown office, i.e. the coffee shop that come he quick, hangs out come at. Come quick, come help me bring things out. Come here. Does like an old guy who works here comes out and he's like, I told you not to come back here unless you're a paying customer. <laughs> you get Charlie. the hell out of here, son. Char- Charlie, don't worry. I'm just going to go get my stuff from the closet back there and it will we'll be fine. I'll be back in a few weeks. Okay? Don't let anybody take my stuff. But seat. that closet's been locked. Has it? Have you been in the closet? It's where I store all my downtown office things, Charlie. You know this. I told you. What's I don't, I don't think you told me, but it, whatever. Take whatever you need. All right. So I go get a broom and a hat. And... Is it a witch's hat? No. It's like one of those... I um, thought you were... Like, like a newsboy cap? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one. Paperboy? Um, and then I also grab a fine... Fine, uh... Tooth comb. <laughs> Finely ground coffee. Jacket that's very, very nicely pressed. It's just, it's it's exquisite. It's exquisite. Like from the Lost and Found bin, or...? Yeah. <laughs> right. Everyone went really different directions there. We had fine tooth comb, <laughs> fine ground coffee, and fine jacket. I love improv. It's great. <laughs> Okay, so you see Opal come out wearing this jacket that you've never seen before, and he's carrying a broom, and he's got a hat on, and uh, I guess it's time to go? <laughs> oh, he is going to do play for us, Ilya. He is chimney sweep. It's a new bit I'm working on. It's called Smack the Driver, and I get Oh, in I don't I, think that's... I tap Night Hunter. That seems like a very bad idea. Maybe instead you could imagine you were a chimney sweep in an old timey kind of place. What mm-hmm. can you sink into that character? What would that accent sound like? How would mm. you do that if you were performing? Top of the morning to you, Governor. <laughs> I'm just here to clean your chimney. I look at Ilya and I'm like, "What have you done?" Was either that or he poke you with the broom? It's go- it's going to be a several hour drive, and I've got to work on this. Whole play before we gets there. Who doggy? Oh, yeah. it's getting it's getting oh, very yeah, cowboyish. It changed from an old timey well, chimney I have sweep. To, I have to find it. You know, this is where I oh, find. Okay, the you voice. go back and forth, and you try things, and you then wait till something just lands. I've had to open my second beer. I just already <laughs> just to let wow. everybody know this. We're not even an hour in because it's going so well. It's going so well. <laughs> Tom was worried he wouldn't have enough planned. He hasn't even touched his notes yet. <laughs> He's like, oh, God, we're not going to have enough time tonight, you guys. 
Uh, so we're all in the carriage and we're we're heading to Wentworth Keep. Yeah, so you're on the road to uh, Athcatla for I don't know a day or two. It's not a very long drive. You're taking a pretty leisurely pace. We cut in and Opal's. Oh well, I've been, been chimney sweeping for so many years. My old bones just can't hear chimney sweep, boy. And he hands it to uh, to Elias. So you gotta sweep it now. Oh, okay, sir. I mean, I'm very small, so I can just slide right down the chimney and totally clean it out. It's very efficient. This is probably a whole new innovation. I wish I had one of you when I was growing up. This would have taken me no time at all. In fact, the arthritis and the cold wouldn't have set into my bones. Night Hunter is literally, like, unblinking, eyes on the road, um, practicing in her head how to best like roach the topic of shutting the fuck up while she's driving so she could concentrate on the path ahead excuse um, me miss how's your chimney is it clean enough for you there <laughs> she looks at Elia and she's like may I and she puts her hand out for the for the broom mm-hmm. <laughs> and she takes it and she hands you the reins cause I mean mm-hmm. we're driving first. a vehicle and she looks. She looks at. I take the dodge action. <laughs> I haven't done anything yet, Russell. Doesn't matter. That's fine. <laughs> she looks at Opal and she goes, "Oi, Gov, now maybe someday I could sweep a chimney as good as you have, y'all." <laughs> this is the best day ever. <laughs> That's not the way I saw that going. She's been trying. She's been trying really hard to be. <laughs> a better person. <laughs> and then um, as Opal lets out his squeal of delight, she hucks the broom at him because she is still <clears throat> Quiet, we are almost there. Good lord. <laughs> so you guys are rolling up. You can see Ethgala in the distance and there's a sign uh, that says, you know, Ethgala, 12. You don't know how many units of whatever the distance is, but you know that it's 12 away. I thought you meant population. <laughs> Same here, no, no. population 12. Distance too. I was like, oh, that's oh, very specific. How many cats? We're about to, uh, what, like, quarter <laughs> again the population of Pretty this town just by rolling up? Uh, and you see uh, another sign below the Escala 12 sign that says Wentworth Keep, and it shows an arrow going off to the right. And the road does split that way. We go that way. Because I'm driving this bitch. Hey, where are you going? We are going to Wentworth Keep. Your oh. friend's letter said Wentworth Keep, so... Right. I'm... And you seem to be very by the letter. <laughs> hey, hey, leave, leave the jokes to me. After Night Hunter shoots him that death glare... <laughs> You guys roll up to Wentworth Keep, and it's a stunning... It's not a castle, per se, but it's a really fucking big house. A manor, would you say? Yeah, like a manor house. It's like, you know, three stories high and made of solid stone with windows and intricate inlays and all sorts of... Like, there's money here. You can tell that there's money here. And outside the front door is uh, a, a lonely Noel who's just standing there waiting your arrival. Is that is that your friend, or is this a, a different knoll? That would be very presumptuous to assume that the first knoll you see is my friend Noel, Elia. I mean, it is your friend that invited us to this place. It doesn't seem presumptuous. No, I think he would be waiting. The knoll yells out, My friend Opal, you've come! I told you it was my friend Opal. No, I told you it was my friend Noel. <laughs> Has Opal been drinking on this trip? <sighs> Maybe a little bit. That's also what I got from the coffee shop. We don't let him drive, so... That is true. I gotta do something. Oh, hello, my friend Noel. Ride faster. And Noel comes, like, bounding down the stairs and waits till you hop off the carriage and wraps you up in a big old hug. He says, oh, "Oh, it's it's lovely to see you. Yes, I can't can't believe how many good times we've had that you, you... And how awful you still smell. Oh, yeah. Well, that's really just a Noel thing. Well, I told you, just a little, like, a little dry powder. Just roll around in it. 
then you'll just you just have this this air of not smelling like that. Do you mean like a baking soda? Sure, if that's what you got to kicking around, anything's better than what what you mean, my friends. I lean over to Ilya and I go, is this polite conversation? It seems very rude. I guess I don't know Noel culture, so... I do. Um, oh, hello. I'm Night Hunter. Oh, I, I could have guessed that. You're a giant. Thank you. And, and I'm Ilya. It's so nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet the three of you. Thank you so much for coming. Um, so, are you interested in participating in our, in our, in our fundraiser? Yeah, I sent you that letter ahead. Didn't you not get it? Oh, no, we didn't. Did you tip the letter delivery boy? No, that was Nighthunter's job. Well, I tipped the one that dropped off your letter, but... Right. Opal, did you not pay... Oh. I guess we'd, we'd like to know a little bit more about the fundraiser. I mean, we're here. I told them it was cash on delivery. long is the fundraiser for? Your letter was not very clear. Uh, several is it weeks. A several weeks? Is it a week? Is it for several weeks? It could be a week for one of you, or it could be several weeks for all of you. Come, let's let's walk, let's talk, I'll explain everything along the way to the tent. The math Sounds on that serious. doesn't add up. Sounds very sinister. I don't... No, what have you been up to? Where'd you get these sweet digs? Wait, are, they, are these your sweet digs? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm that's just, I'm the hired oh, help for this. That's what I I'm thought. the host, if if you will. Excellent. Well, what have you been up to? You've been up, you been keeping up on your tic-tac-toesies? Oh, uh, well, not really. I was doing some, uh, some comedy for a little while. I was oh, trying the stand-up. Right. Uh, turns out I'm not very well suited for I it. I told you that, too. Yeah, a lot of booze. A lot of yeah. booze, but well, somebody... Well, I mean, drinking helps sometimes. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody hired me for a, a hosting gig, and it kind of hmm. just, it, it seems like it's my niche. So you are a party planner. I mean, in a way. Uh, you are like let's, let's walk around. Lopez. Let's go. We'll go back to the tent and I'll explain everything to have you. you. Have you planned any weddings recently? No, no, no? I haven't. Oh. Not like well, there are lots of people where we come from. Who are looking to get married very soon. Perhaps after this shindig, you go talk to those lovebirds. Hmm. Opal, do you have something you want to tell us? Did you meet someone at the downtown office? Or? Do you no. get married and leave forever? No. When you hang out at the downtown office, you see all sorts of people coming to and fro. And it right oh. now is a very, very fertile wedding planning season. Yeah, that does not sound like fun. So as you guys are, are walking around like the side of the uh, the manor house, you see in the in the back lawn area this big white tent. Very fancy. And Noel says, Oh, we're almost to the tent. This is very exciting stuff. So the tent is gonna be your home for the, the next week or the next several weeks, depending on how far you guys go. Wait, 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 what? Where are we going? I thought we were going to the to the orphans. Just raising money at the shindig for the orphans. Oh, we are raising money for the orphans. This is this is how we're raising it. You guys will be contestants on the great Goliath Bake Off. Uh... So wait a second, you brought me here to, to work more than just talking to people. Well, I mean, you'll you'll talk to some of the audience that will be attending and watching everybody bake. But I mean, yeah, the, you'll you'll be baking. Oh, Interesting. fantastic! Okay. Will it. we be competing against one another? It's the Great Goliath Bake Off. Does that mean that we're just Every- on Night Hunter's team? No, there's uh well, it's called the Great Goliath Bake Off, but we welcome all ethnicities and races to the tent. It's it's a place of of welcoming. Uh we have uh oh, let's see here. We've got uh a Yon T who will be with us for this charity event. Mm-hmm. Uh we've got uh a, a, another Goliath. So, uh one uh I think he's a little bit bigger uh than your night hunter friend here. Mm-hmm. Uh we've got an elf, we've got a halfling, and we've got a tiefling to join you three. Wow. Maybe wow. you do not know this about Goliath. It is not very well known. But we are excellent in the kitchen. Oh, I didn't know that. So what happened with you? I cook for only those who deserve it. 
I've had some delicious meals made by Night Hunter. Mm. I think you're at the downtown office when she cooks, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's, you know, that's his vibe. You know what? Not everybody is just going to eat Charlie's goods for free. Charlie's probably very thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's super dirty. What do you mean? So Noel continues walking you guys towards mm. the tent, and you see five people who are currently in the tent. Uh, you see, as mentioned, the, the five races that he previously mentioned, you see a tall Yonti pureblood with green and yellow colored scales, and he wears a golden crown. And as you guys approach, uh, Noel says, ah, contestants, contestants, these are the gods chosen three. There's Opal, and he points at Opal, and Night Hunter, and he points at Night Hunter, and, and that, of course, is Elia over there. Uh, you three. This is Prince Gestal. And there's kind of a little, like, murmuring for the other people. Like, they know who the fuck this prince guy is. Like, his reputation and wealth precedes him. He's a big deal. I say just loud enough so I know that he hears, but, like, that I'm pretending to be. So he's like, do you guys know who Prince Gestal is? I have no idea. Okay, good. Sorry. Continue, uh, my friend Noel. Uh, Noel continues with the introductions. Uh, the This massive brown-skinned Goliath is named Gadan Stormleader. And I go over to him and I um, do the customary introduction that Goliaths have with one another. Um, Why are you squeezing his tushy so? <laughs> not it. <laughs> we, we come forward and we grasp hands to the sides and then like twist them down underneath. And we bump chests and roar in each other's faces. And then we laugh. <laughs> and then honk each other's hiding. I saw you do it. Yes, and No, not today. Oh. No, not today. <laughs> not, not, for the, not for the casual sexual assault, Russ. <laughs> right. it's, hey, it's mutual. They both did it. It was not mutual. <laughs> it's very respectful. Not a character choice you should make that for someone not else, maybe. <laughs> Can only imagine. Night Hunter knows that Gadan Stormleader is the former leader of the Stormbreaker clan, who only had to retire after he lost his eye on battlefield. Mm. What happened to your eye? <gasps> Opal, that is very rude. It's merely a question. The dude doesn't have an eye. I mean, it's fine. Goblin tore it out. Nice. Cool. Tell us, what did you do to the goblin? Uh, well, first... Uh, I killed the eight other goblins that were holding me down, and then I ripped his throat out. Oh, that's that's a story and a half. I'm going to have to take notes on that one Goblin blood can make some of the most excellent wine. And next to uh, this intimidating Goliath (laughs) is an elf, a slender, golden-haired elf who wears glasses and has... Several large pieces of jewelry with large stones of various shapes and sizes. And uh, their name is Tarathiel Yelanarin. Opal, are you going to ask about her sight impairment? I would not ask about their sight impairment. And she has a button on her apron that says, ask me about how meat is murder. (laughs) We are going to have some fun, Tarathiel. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. It was Opal, correct? That is that is correct. Opal Light Bright Cliffs. And next to Tarathiel on the introduction list, you see a stout halfling with a mane of fire red hair, and she's holding a cookbook. And upon a closer inspection, you see that the picture on the cookbook is of her stuffing a croissant sandwich into her mouth. And the title of the book is 333 Ways to Treat Yourself, the ultimate halfling guide to 11 meals a day for the best month of your life. <laughs> and that is by Elizira Hardblossom. <sighs> Elizira, I, I would love to say that number 664 was really one of the best ways to treat yourself. You really just have to rub the butter all over yourself, and it's... It's just the best. 664? This is 333. I, I, I merely stuttered. 330. This is I 330. Merely, I merely stuttered. I meant just 64. If you flip to it, it clearly says rub the butter all over yourself. 
All right. She flips open her own book and says, oh, I'll be damned. It does say that. Right? The best. <laughs> There's just so many. I forgot. I get it. And finally, there is a tiefling of a diminutive stature. I mean, she's barely taller than the halfling that's next to her. And her name is Riatha Shifram. She's got her hair pulled back into a ponytail that shows off her horns. And you know that she's a well-known member of the Brotherhood of the Arcane. And she points at Opal and says, uh, you're a magic user, correct? Only the best. <laughs> that and was I mean, the noise that Night Hunter yeah. made and then was like, Mm. Yeah, and starts to examine something over here. Don't mind my friend here, seasonal allergies. Well, if if you are truly the best, we will see who wins in the competition, my friend. Well, you can't use magic in a cooking competition. That's cheating. There's nothing that says we can't. It's a charity event. My friend, no. Can I see see the rules, please? Uh, Actually... In the Goliath Bake-Off, there is no rules. The rules are there are no rules. Yes. Mm. However you can make the best meal, that is the finale. Okay, magic it is. Too bad I ditched well, I, that... I do not think that you should use magic. Too, too bad I ditched that sleep spell. Could have put everybody to sleep, told them we made the best thing. And from the other side of the tent, you see two people... Uh, come in and walk towards everyone and Noel kind of gestures with his hand and says, ah, oh, the judges are here. We've got our celebrity judges. Uh, this is Avola food friend. And she's another halfling. And uh, next year, of course, you all know Amal Hollywood. And it's a giant Goliath with like silver hair <laughs> and piercing motherfucking blue eyes. Uh, <laughs> Night Hunter, like, fangirls out a little bit to her own surprise and uh, she goes up to him and does the traditional like meeting another Goliath warrior handshake and then is like I have read all of your articles I just think that you are just excellent Uh, the time in the battle when you hurt the I'm sorry I'm sorry I didn't know you could read I'm very sorry don't listen to him Uh, so 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 pleased to meet you very honored Thank you. Oh, well, it's it's an honor to meet you. Must be <laughs> Night Hunter. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yes, I am Night Hunter. This is Opal, and this is my good friend, Ilya. Uh, excellent, excellent. Well, welcome, everyone, to the Great Goliath Bake Off. Uh, the charity event will get underway tomorrow. We'll have people coming by every week uh, who have uh, purchased tickets for large donations of sorts for the, the wee orphans. And every week, uh, one of you uh, who is judged to be the worst baker will go home. Yes, that sounds fair. Um, That's how contests work. When will we see the wee orphans? Uh, at the end of the of the program. How small are they? I mean, in comparison to us Goliaths, they are very wee. Oh. Poor things. Sorry, did you say small. there were... Sorry, did you say there were two judges or three judges? There are two judges okay, and sorry. a host. So you've got right. Noel yeah. as the host. Uh, full name, Noel Fielding, who is nah. also the current host of the Great British Bake Off. My friend. Noel. <laughs> 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 uh, and then Maul Hollywood and yep. Vola f- uh, Food Friend. Oh, you did say Food Friend. I wrote it down as a joke because I thought <laughs> that's not what you said. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys are are left to mingle for a little bit. Elia, you've been awfully quiet. You should probably talk to some people. I'm a little nervous because Let I me don't, introduce you to food I don't, friend. Oh, oh, you're going to introduce Bola. me to someone you've Bola, never even met. Okay. Friends. It's a pleasure to meet you. Opal Light Bright Cliffs. This is my friend Elia. She has she's a friend with food sometimes too. It's really so nice to meet you. Oh, it's lovely to meet you, dear. I'll leave you two to just mingle. I'll just, I'll just be gone. Uh, does your friend always talk so much? Um, unfortunately, yes. I mean, not always. Sometimes he's singing. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a singer. He is a singer. And to be fair, quite a good one. Oh, well, maybe he can sing us a little something 
uh, you know, in week one of the show here oh, tomorrow. I think everyone would love that. You hear from the other side of the room, Prince Justin, I'm going to kick your butthole over the room. Sometimes he does covers, and those are a bit better. <laughs> Prince Justal shoots you a real nasty look, Opal. We're going to be friends by the end, Princey. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Sign up today to get more from Opal, Elia, and Nighthunter, plus a whole bunch of other great bonus content from the Dungeons & Dragons universe, as well as our other shows, Facing Fate, dm to gm and all the other great stuff. Hangouts, book clubs, all going on right now. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. It's a great place! That's our new tagline. It's a great place! Uh, okay, maybe we'll workshop it. Uh, Amy, Tom, and Carla aren't here to bounce ideas off of. It's a great place where you meet a whole bunch of really amazing people. The community is just fantastic. Little wordy. We'll get there. Hope to see you over there. Have a great day. Dungeons and Dragons, The Adventures of, is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. love actual plays D&D, Hades, or Greek mythology and improv, be sure to check out Rogue Runners Volume 1 in the Blood to follow the adventures of Alexander the Great, King of Macedon and Drunk Paladin. Oh, sorry. I guess now I'm Alexander the Grump. Rolf, part-time sorcerer, full-time boomer. Is it a sex thing? It was a sex thing! Arete, stealthy rogue and even thirstier mobster. Mm, have you bathed and brought to my tent? And Annie, legendary bard and chocolate milk fanatic. Together, these four wretched shades will battle their way out of hell for another chance at life, with a little help and hindrance from gods and monsters alike. Word of advice when you're opening up these things, you're supposed to say, Olympus, I accept this message, in some really serious voice. Take your place among the living again. Your tactics are adept, if too elegant for my tastes. My dear, saying no is never a crime. <laughs> you hit like a philistine. You're not getting out of here alive, wretches. A pinky promise? A double pinky promise. When you die, you'll have to tell me all about it. Rogue Runners, an actual play audio drama made during the pandemic, all while maintaining proper social distancing. And I'll follow at a six-foot distance. How about a five-foot distance for D&D &D purposes? Sure. <laughs> okay. Ah!